What's up, guys? This is your host, EA Green. And I just wanted to take a moment because, you know, we really, really value transparency here on Open Up Shop. This is my first remote interview. So with that, um, you know, the audio might sound a little digital, you know, really proud on giving you guys the best product. So you already know this is going to be one of the best interviews still, even though it might not sound as super clear as we normally take it. But let's get right into it. Hey, welcome to Open Up Business Supply, your one-stop shop for all your business needs. Yeah, man, it's really busy here today. What can I help you out for? Uh, man, you're really trying to learn how to keep everything balanced, huh? How to keep the family balanced, how to keep work balanced, how to keep your own personal life balanced. You just want to make sure that you can just keep it all together. Well, look, just come right over here. I got everything that you need. I got calendars. I got planners. I got binders. I got labels. I got everything. You know, you get your little Palm Pilot, or I get you this new BlackBerry, whatever you need. This is where you need to be to make it all happen. Now let's take a deeper look. This is... This is Open Up Shop, the podcast... The podcast that documents the journey... Journey journey the journey of building and launching open shop the small business geo marketplace welcome 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 i am your host ea green and this is open up shop the podcast and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and conquer the obstacles by just getting started so I know if you listen to the skit in the beginning of this episode, you can hear that the theme for today's episode is going to be about balancing, balancing life and business. In uh, most cases, you know, uh, most entrepreneurs who are starting out, they may already have a nine to five. So it's already hard to balance, you know, work where you, you know, you manage all your bills and also, you know, your normal life. But now we're adding business into the mix. So what I felt like that we needed to do is I needed to find the best person who I know who is the serial of entrepreneurs, someone who is always ripping and running, someone who I knew that I needed to get in contact with two to three months before recording this episode. And I have my great friend, childhood friend, I would say, Lily Ennis. What's going on, Lily? Hello. Now, uh, can you tell the listeners about yourself? Uh, my name is Lily Ennis, born and raised in the Boogie Down Bronx. I uh, reside in Trumbull, Connecticut hey. with my amazing two children and um, grew up in a stereotypical Latino household um, where my parents told me go to school, get good grades, get a good job. I did that. Um, I attended Sacred Heart University in Connecticut. That's how I ended up in Connecticut, and I loved it, and I stayed. And um, my background is actually in physical therapy. Um, I was the director of rehab and wellness for a very popular hospital in Connecticut. Um, And it was just, just helping people was always a passion of mine. And shortly after that, uh, life took some really tricky turns, which we're going to get into shortly. But I'm just someone that is literally a self-taught entrepreneur. 
never took not one business course. So if you're that person okay. that is uh, apprehensive about coming into business or you feel like maybe you have to go to school first before you jump into entrepreneurship, I'm a true testimony that you do not have to do that. And um, that's pretty much it. Okay. I mean, let's get right into it. But before we get into the the topic in more depth and detail, can you let the listeners know what got you started? What got me started as far as? In terms of, you know, you know, other than, you know, any external, like if there was any person in your life that may have helped push you to kind of really dive deep into entrepreneurship. I would say circumstance. Circumstance um, was the biggest reason that I got started. I uh, jumped into entrepreneurship because I had just this survival method of that was the only thing available. That was the next step for me to do. Um, can I explain why? Can I go to get into my story? Yeah, let's get right into it. I'm, you know, I'm with it. Let's just go right into it. Okay. So, yeah. So the way that I got into entrepreneurship is that um, I had a very successful career in healthcare. Uh, creating a lot of innovative programs in healthcare for the hospitals in Southwestern Connecticut, um, doing great things. And unfortunately, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, God is good because I'm 11 years healed. However, at the time that I was battling my diagnosis, the company that I worked for merged hospitals with another hospital, and they did like an over 400 employee layoff. And unfortunately, I was out of a job. Uh, under the American Disabilities Act, it's illegal. So I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to come into a huge lawsuit. And I lost the case. And it was a very humbling experience. It was in that moment that I realized that it's not what you know, but rather who you know. And I started to value my networks a lot more. Um, because I had sued the hospital, the other hospitals in the area just wouldn't hire me. And so I kept saying to myself, I have all these degrees, you know, I worked hard for this. This is what I've been working on my entire career, my whole life. And now I can't, I can't feed my family by doing this. And so I started to become very innovative and, and also have this level of awareness. Lily, what are you good at? Lily, how can you monetize? what you're good at, because there's a lot of things that we're good at. We just, however, never really think, how can I make a living doing that? Because we're structured or programmed to think a certain way. And I realized that I was really good at ideas. I was really good at advice. I was really good at mentoring and consulting people. And I was also really good at connecting people. So I would get phone calls. Lily, do you know a great DJ? Obviously. Uh, Lily, do you know a venue? Lily, do you know a bakery? Lily, where should I do this? Lily, do you have a tattoo artist? I mean, just people just trusted my level of credibility. And I said, hmm, I, this is something. God revealed to me because I, I know that this is something. How just how do I go about it? And I said, I've always loved charity work, but I also knew that people that were in non-for-profits and things like that really didn't make money. And it was important to, for me to make a substantial amount of income because I had all these goals. And so I just was thinking, thinking for like a whole week. And I said to myself, 
I'll throw an event. And I threw an event. It was almost like a networking mixer. And the event went really great. And it was really well received. And I said to myself, I'm going to create the Lilianus group. And it's just going to be a funnel of a network of people that I selected, I hand selected. And then I took two women that I saw were up and coming that wanted to be in business for themselves. And I said, hey, are you guys interested in being like literally my crash test dummies? I want to start like a consulting firm, but I want to make sure before I put out this content or my materials, I want to make sure that I really have what it takes. Are you willing to be my guinea pigs? And they said, absolutely. And I mentored them literally for three months. Their careers and their businesses skyrocketed. And then I really started the Lily Ennis group just off of faith, just off of let me figure this out. I know this information. Let me help people connect the dots. Let me connect great quality people with other people. Everything nowadays is streaming towards networking. So why not capitalize on it? And that's the birth of the Lily Ennis group. Right, right, right. All right. So after, you, you know, kind of going head first into entrepreneurship, uh, what changed like in terms of your lifestyle, in terms of like keeping that balance between, you know, family and that sudden loss of income and then having to come up with the idea and then, you know, making sure that it worked. And then, you know, I feel like I'm not sure how long was between from when you, you know, from when you had to make the plunge. So when it started working, so kind of let's talk about the trial, like the ups and downs of that time period and about how you had to do to balance, you know, everything that was going on in your life. Oh, boy. Um, Entrepreneurship is really difficult. It is not for the faint or the weak hearted. Uh, Life definitely changed a lot because. At the time where all of this was going on, not only was I sick, not only did I lose my job, but I had just closed on a home. And so now it's like, okay, I'm married to this high profile DJ. We have to keep up with the Joneses to not let anyone know that we're broke because that can negatively impact his industry. And here I am getting calls left and right for my son, who is also a DJ. And I'm just like trying to just balance everything and everything's hitting me. And I just had a newborn at that. Okay. So when I tell you life hit me, it hit me. Wham, bam, all in one time. I remember uh, there were times because, let me put it this way. It was a very humbling experience because I also learned to be more financially responsible. Because I was making good money working at the hospital, Um, I wasn't necessarily financially responsible. So there were a lot of things in my closet that couldn't pay my bills. And so it caused me to switch how I think about money. It caused me to be more responsible as an adult. It caused me to be more of a saver. Um, So that was a good thing that happened to me. So sometimes something negative that you think is happening to you is coming really just to bless your life. And life got a lot more chaotic because there wasn't that structure of getting up, doing that nine to five. It was, okay, someone's calling you for a gig, a DJing gig at two o'clock in the morning. But wait, then you also have to be up at six o'clock in the morning to meet a client. So sleep schedule alone, entrepreneurs really don't sleep. We nap. (laughs) So especially when you're running... (laughs) 
one or two different industries, if it's not all the same industry, which is what was happening with me. On one hand, I had the Lily Ennis group, but then on the other hand, I had sibling music, uh, the the DJ company that I ran with my husband. Yeah, just to give a little bit more clarification. So sibling music group is the DJ group, right? That yeah, you're, that's the entertainment that your company husband that and I your run. Son. Yes. So his okay. my son is a DJ and his dad is also a DJ. So right. we had that happening as well. And on top of that, I'm I just gave birth to a newborn. And I'm trying to make ends meet. Yes. And it was very humbling because there wasn't the same amount of income coming in to the point where I remember getting so desperate to a point my house went into pre foreclosure and I had to apply for food stamps. And I remember being so upset because I got denied. And I said, well, if I make too much money on unemployment, then what do you really even need? to have income wise to be on government assistance. It was like, oh, well, you have a car, so you can't have this. Okay, I can't have a car. And so there were a lot wow. of you know, resources that I'm like, here I am, I paid all these taxes all these years. Now I'm in a bad situation where I actually do need the help and I don't qualify. So that was a humbling experience as well. And it just really, every mm-hmm. everything that I thought at the moment was a detour, it just made me hungrier. It was like, okay, well, now I'm in control of my own income. So, yeah, I may not be able to clock in and get money, but you know how to make money. So maybe you just need to go take another meeting. You need to go prospect for another client. You need to go DJ another party. You need to book, you know, another event. And that kind of just created this monster in me where I realized I actually have control of my income. And it really pushed me to go harder and harder. There were a lot of networking events that I know would have been good for me business-wise. And I was just like, man, I don't have the money to do that. So a lot of people think entrepreneurship is, oh, I'm going to quit my job. And now I'm going to start a business and it's going to be profitable. Nobody tells entrepreneurs, hey, it might take a year or two for you to be profitable. Um, It might take a much longer time for you to get the income that you want or in the process of you wanting to have this, let's say a six figure income, it might take a $2,000 investment for you to even have to, or make a hundred thousand dollars. So there's a lot of risk involved in being an entrepreneur. I understand. So uh, going through that, that timeframe, how did you leverage your network in order to kind of help create more business? Um, and essentially, you know, help you survive throughout this time. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. No problem. So I'm saying, how did you leverage your network during that time frame? So that time of uncertainty, you know, right when you were in the process of, you know, kind of gathering your bearings and being able to, you know, get through this process. Well, I actually, because of the Lily Ennis group, I was actually able to turn my network into money. Um. There were there was this okay. demand and I had this supply of quality people. I had this supply of referrals. I had this fund of knowledge. And so I literally just turned it around in order to make income. Networking is so important. People don't realize it's not really what you know, it's who you know. And I was able, thank God, because of right. good credibility 
credibility and just doing well by people over the years that I was actually able to turn my network into some dollars, especially uh, after the Lily Ennis group. um, I ended up uh, starting with a network marketing company and those are usually very difficult to build a team uh, or to, you know, push your product. I was actually able to reach a retirement level income within just a short three months because I was so good with my networking. Right. Okay. You, you are, you know, you know, really taking us through this conversation. <laughs> that was definitely one of my next questions, but uh, let's get into you know a little bit more. So now, you know, now, you know, you are on your feet, things are working out well. Let us take us through what, like how you manage a typical day, right? In terms of your family, in terms of your personal life, and in terms of these multiple businesses. So, I mean, let's talk about from 6 a.m. to so 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. What is happening? Okay. And we're assuming, I mean, we already know that so, you go over to I'll be hours. honest, one of my businesses in addition to the Lily Ennis group, in addition to Sibling Music, and in addition to World Ventures, uh, the travel and lifestyle company, I also had started, so here's what's the crazy thing that I did. I took my last in savings just as I had started the Lily Ennis group, and I also started a company called Libra Lifestyles, which was a liquor line. It was like a beverage consulting firm and bartending agency. Okay. That was like, I got so much crap from my husband. It was like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, okay, now you have this baby and you decided to just jump into this. My gut told me though, just do it. I know it's your last. I know you're already overwhelmed with the Liliana's group and everything that you have to do. Do it anyway. And so I did. And that company grew so much that someone actually bought it out and bought it for me. So a lot of times entrepreneurship is not you just, if you have a good idea, go for it. And somebody might just buy your idea off of you. So that was one thing. A typical day for me, uh, I get up at 6 a.m., try to sneak in some level of workout, sanity, affirmations, uh, stuff like that. Then at the same time, right before I wake my kids up, I'm cooking breakfast and I'm cooking dinner at the same time. I am the crock pot queen. Okay. And then, (laughs) then I'm getting the boys up ready for school, get them on the bus. I'm usually heading to like a meeting, a board meeting. I do a lot of, um, work in my community And once I'm done with that, I get home, pick them up from school, play mom, help with homework. Let's grab a bite real quick. Take them to their respective basketball practice, karate, Boy Scouts, whatever sport it is for the day. And sometimes one is going this way and the other one is going another way. And then once... um, you know, their dad will have to pick them up and then I'm off to a presentation for the evening only to get home, finish some last minute paperwork, organization stuff for the next day, and then start the day all over again. So it can be very hectic. However, I was really good at uh, brushing up on my time management skills in order to maintain all of that. 
Okay. I I feel like the I am slacking. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, I struggle getting up at 6 a.m. Um, it's more like 6.45, but we're not going to really get into that. So um, <laughs> I'm just trying to find the, like, like, I'm just like, my mind is blown in terms of like the tenacity. And Listen, we got the same 24 hours. Right. All right. So on that note, let's take a quick break and we are going to wrap it up with the rest of this episode. All right. And we're back. And now let's get into concept startup growth, where, again, we're just going to go through this and uh, kind of give our listeners some actionable advice some, while summarizing the topic that we had today, which is balancing life and business or, you know, just about uh, time management. So first, we're going to get into concept, which is about more, more likely about planning. What's some advice that you might have for the listeners? So... You have to make the vision plain. You have to make it clear. You have to declare exactly what it is that you want. So usually what I tell my mentees is, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Why you want to be an entrepreneur is what's going to carry you through when you go through those difficult moments. Um, Another thing that is really good when you're planning what you want is to keep the end in mind. So, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur, but what kind of lifestyle do I want to have? Do I still want to have a decent social life, you know, with my friends? Do I want to have enough time with my spouse? Uh, Do I still want to continue to play a sport? Whatever it is, you have to have an idea of what you want that picture to look like in the end. And so once you do that, you have to write down goals, Okay, I'm very big on writing down goals and then being able to put those goals wherever you can see them first thing in the morning, because that's what's going to hold you accountable. Now we can get it straight into startup. So about executing that plan. Okay, so the first thing I say about execution is aside from seeing those goals visually and imagining and visualizing what you want your your goals or your time or your business to look like, you also have to be able to hold yourself accountable. So one thing I always have everyone get is carry around a mini notebook where you can constantly just take notes and jot to yourself about what's working, what's not working. Self-analyzation is very good when you're first becoming an entrepreneur. Um, the second thing is a calendar. When I tell you if I ever lost my calendar... I wouldn't even know what my next day would be like. That's how many things I juggle in a day. (laughs) So if you are brand new and you are figuring out, hey, I still have my nine to five or I'm still going to school, but I do want to have a side business. I do want to start, you know, doing something else. And you're probably looking at your schedule and you're overwhelmed as is or you're tired. There is a way. What you have to do is if you do not put it on black and white, if you do not put it pen to pad, it's not going to be obvious to you. So what you need to do is categorize every single thing that it is that you do. So for seven days, write down what time you went to bed, what time you got up. When did you have a meal? How long did it take you to eat that meal? Um, What times are you working? What times are you maybe working out? Uh, What times are you 
hanging out with friends? What times are you watching TV? What times are you reading? And once you have every single thing that you've done for seven days, it's usually a routine. It usually doesn't deviate. Then you have to make an executive decision to say, all right, well, I can probably not watch TV on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I can probably not hang out with the guys on a Saturday. Um, And you start taking away things that you see don't really add value or don't line up with that end in mind, like I told you. And you start just making adjustments in your schedule. So then you start to see pockets where you do have empty space. And it kind of just puts the mirror in front of your face and says, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this, but I'm spending way too much time hanging out or I'm spending way too much time watching TV or I sleep too much. And maybe if I carve out two hours of my sleep, it'll give me two hours to be productive towards my goal or something that I want to do if I just slept a little less. Um, By the way, I'm a big advocate that sleep is overrated. Um, Right. It really is. It really is over. Like people oh, you don't sleep say. entirely to way too much. Uh, spend eight, ten hours sleeping for what? It's overrated. Get something done. Sleep when you die. All right. All right. So now let's get into, you know, growth, right? And so how do you adapt or how do you maintain this mindset or, you know, this program? So, uh, you know, you can even put it in con- in the context of, you know, you have a business and you're doing your thing and now you're on to the next thing, right? You're, you're now creating your your Libra liquor, right? Where you essentially find an opportunity where you feel like, hey, I need to go into this. So now how do you manage that along with those? Like, how do you prioritize? So this is how you prioritize. Number one, you work on yourself daily because you always need to surround yourself with the outthinking that thinks you. So if you're thinking at a certain level, you always have to challenge yourself to think at a different level. And once you continue to challenge yourself, you'll see, oh, my God, where I once used to think this was impossible. Now I accomplished it. So now what's the next thing? Because life is just really a ladder of just success, different things that you're going to continuously accomplish. And that's why a lot of people are miserable, because they just stay stagnant at just one level. Um, So the way that you do that is by personally developing yourself. You should be listening to a motivational audio every single day, typically first thing in the morning. It can be a quick five, seven, 10 minute one. It baffles me how many people don't see the value in listening to something positive first thing in the morning, but they will grab their phones first thing in the morning and look at a bunch of trash all day for like half an hour, right? I'm getting ready. I'm brushing my teeth and I see people doing this. Like, listen to an audio, right? Am I getting the vibe that you're telling the listeners to continue to listen to Open Up Shop? You see, you need to listen to Open Up Shop. You need to mentally challenge yourself. You need to hear other people's success stories. Listen, Open Up Shop (laughs) is it. So (laughs) you need to be reading a book. You like that plug, right? You need to be reading a book. Um, based on whatever your goals are, let's say you don't want to be a huge entrepreneur, but you just want to be really good at selling a product. All right. How to win friends and influence people. Or you do want to grow into a larger um, entrepreneur, think and grow rich. Or maybe you're just really bad at managing your money, even though you're making good money with your business. And because you're mismanaging money, then you still need to work your nine to five and you're not there yet. All right. Secrets to a millionaire mind. There's so many books out there 
that will help you and continue to guide you into the next levels of entrepreneurship. The problem is people aren't reading them. Now, here's why people aren't reading them. And this is what I'm also a huge advocate of. If you want to maintain and continue to grow as an entrepreneur, you have to have a mentor. Mentorship is key. A mentor is going to push you to that next level. A mentor is going to hold you accountable. Right. A mentor is going to say to you, hey, have you gone to this conference? Maybe you should try to do that. Hey, have you read this book? Hey, this is how I can advise you. Hey, I know you're going through a bad season, but when I went through that bad season, this is how I got out of it. And so mentorship is why so many people give up on themselves because entrepreneurship can be a very difficult journey, but they have no one that's literally uh, coaching them through the process. So spend your money. It's the best money you will ever spend. Get yourself a mentor. It mm -hmm. some, some people will even mentor you based on the relationship and they won't even charge you for mentorship. But try to find someone who has the lifestyle that you want and model their behavior and their actions. All right, that was awesome. Uh, I, thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm definitely gonna make sure that we can uh, kind of create something from your uh, concept startup growth, so that we can kind of give it to some, something that people can actually like walk away with. So, I you definitely kind of inspire me with that in the terms of you gave a lot of gems, and I cannot let that go untouched. Everybody needs to know this stuff, and I really appreciate that. All right, so now we're gonna get into comfort zone killer which is a social media call to action for you listeners so that you can get a little bit more inspiration between now and the next episode of Open Up Shop. And I am going to have Lily take care of this. And this can be a quote, lyric, an affirmation, something that's going to allow the listeners to really kind of get that push okay. to get over that. This is something that is was my first big gem that I started with and has brought me throughout my entire journey in entrepreneurship. This, I think will give you that push and that constant reminder of why you're doing this. So I always wrote in every single journal that I had, <clears throat> I would write it on an index card and put it in my wallet as a subconscious constant reminder. And maybe that's why I'm so damn energetic. I don't know. But I want to impress upon you. I'd rather be exhausted by success than rested by mediocrity. Wow. Can you repeat it for one more time for the people in the back? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be exhausted by success than rested by mediocrity. All right. And that is another episode of Open Up Shop. Lily, can you let the listeners know where they can find you and all your businesses? And even, you know, if you want to plug, you know, some of the music group and, you know, uh, your son and, you know, DJs involved, let's just take it away. Okay. So you can find me uh, on Facebook at Lily Ennis, and it's L-I-L-L-I-E-E-N-N-I-S. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and everything else at First Lady Lily. Again, I spell Lily, L-I-L-L-I-E. Um, you can also go to my website, thelilyennisgroup.com. Um, stay tuned because in the next, in this month, March, Women's History Month, I will be, you guys are first to hear it. I haven't announced it anywhere. I'll be dropping a book. And so you guys can go 
get that book at thelilyennisgroup.com. And if you want to follow my son, who's a very amazing DJ, an amazing talent, um, you can go to at DJ Bam Bam One on any platform. And also make sure that you get my youngest son's new single, Lando Kicks, The Rap God, available on any platform, iTunes, etc. So I love being a momager. That is my favorite role. And I have two really amazingly talented boys. So, so <laughs> it seems like the hustle is contagious in your family, and I, you know, that is so dope. All right, and I just commend you for about that. Again, yeah, me and Lily, we've go back way back. Uh, she used to be a counselor at a camp I used to go to, and she used to see my big head wobbling around, and she would, you know, make sure I stayed out of trouble. But Lily, I want to thank you for, you know, for taking some time out of your busy day. In order to speak with me and the listeners of Open Shop. And now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. And just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace. Mm-hmm.